0: You're listening to Year Disrupted.
1: What's up, citizens of the world? Welcome to episode nine of the podcast Year Disrupted.
0: That is right. Our mission here is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real life stories. I'm your host Abi with my co-host Gabrielle.
1: What's up? Would you agree we're citizens of the world?
0: Yes, we are. Yeah. We've basically become citizens of the world. Yeah, that's what we're all trying <laughs> to be. That's
1: who you yeah. are too.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we don't
1: need nations or flags. Um, but at this time, we're coming to
0: you live from Medellin—not live, live, but from we Medellin. are recording this in Medellin. Still so got. Couple more weeks left, but we are one month in yes. in our journey um, in this digital nomad life, mm-hmm. and one month in into our time in Medellin. So that's right. That's what we're going to be talking about today. We'll give you a one month update about yeah. how things are compared to our expectations. What we think about this digital nomad life. Where we are with our work and and just just overall what it's like being a digital nomad when you've recently just quit your job and started this this journey?
1: Spoiler alert, we're coming home next week. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> we hate it. And we're just we're just waiting to get the hell out of here, right?
0: No, psych.
1: We survived the first month. Yeah, no, not survived. We No, like, we thrived.
0: We thrived. We've had a great time so far. Yeah. Definitely no plans of coming back at this time. So how about we just get into it? How have things been compared to your expectations? What were your expectations going into this remote working year? Yeah. And how have things turned out so far?
1: You know, I am somebody who really, really tries. Actually, I don't even know if I try to not have expectations. I just think I don't. Uh, I, I have relative aspirations and hopes, but I am not the type of person who really digs into the finer details of a future event. And in fact, the best times of my life have been when I've gone into them with zero expectations. So really the only expectation I went in with this is that everything was going to change, that we would be living completely different lives. And I think my willingness to just embrace a radical change has set me up for, for success so far. So For me, I mean, the city has, there have been things about the city itself, which we'll get into in a later episode that have surprised me and things that have not surprised me. But overall, you know, if anything, the first month has reassured me that, okay, I like this, I Mm -hmm. love this, and I see how this life is not for everybody, but you know what it is for me. Yeah. So not that I was going in to find that out. I always knew that that was, I guess that was my expectation is I knew I would, like living this way right and (laughs) i guess that came true (laughs) what about you
0: yeah Yeah, same you know like as far as being in medellin obviously this is our first time here so i had not a lot of expectations uh about the city Mm -hmm. or we'll get into medellin in in a different episode about what we think about the city but other than that about this whole um, digital nomad lifestyle i knew we'll be kind of hustling hard and we'll be working on on our businesses and at the same time meeting a lot of new people trying new activities trying out a lot of new delicious food yeah. and i think so far all those things have turned out to be true you know in the month we've done a lot of activities seen a lot of new places yeah. had some delicious food met a lot of cool people here so i think for the most part it's been meeting my expectations okay.
1: Yeah, so let's clarify something real quick, um, which m- our listeners may be wondering. I know my father, shout out to Tim, uh, certainly wonders this, but are we just on vacation? Like, are we just on vacation, <laughs> just drinking mojitos by the pool? Like, what's what's going on here? What, what, are, what are we doing here?
0: So that's definitely not the case. <laughs> In my opinion, a way to describe what a digital nomad life yeah. is is, especially for us when we are starting out, we're still trying to get things set up. So it's not like we have automated income. Everything we are doing right now is still to build our businesses. Mm -hmm. So the way I would describe it is having a regular job, but once you're done with your work, you're basically in a new city and you get to go explore a different culture and, and meet new people on a daily basis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, you know, just we do, we are putting in the time. We are putting in the work mm-hmm. Monday through Friday on the weekends. We work on this thing, this year disrupted shenanigans. We do exploring, but I mean, for me, I don't feel overworked. I don't feel like I'm underworking. I feel like yeah. I'm working a satisfactory amount knowing that we work Monday through Friday, probably six hours a day.
0: I think the the, the reason we don't feel overworked is because we work when we have work yeah so when we know okay these are the things i need to get done we sit down we put in six seven hours straight mm-hmm. get shit done but unlike back home at our nine to five jobs where we had to be at work just to
1: just to fill us just to
0: be there even though yeah there were times where i hadn't already got all my work done and i was just there
1: yeah you look like a slacker if you left people would be pissed
0: yeah. So so that's one thing yeah. that's been great so about it. So we are
1: it. working, which is cool, and we expect it to be working. So what's your what would you say so far is like your favorite part of being a digital nomad?
0: I think my favorite part is every day I have the choice to to do what I want to do. It's up to you. I have the choice, hey, it's a Monday or a Tuesday, if I can manage to get my work done on the other days, I can go just take a day off yeah. or I can go see a different town maybe take a, a road trip somewhere or a day trip and so i think just the the freedom of being able to make my own schedule has been amazing i
1: feel like the freedom is what most people say it's it's so true it's like you you get used to this freedom that you almost forget that there was a time where you were expected to be in an office and then if you had to, if you had a doctor's appointment or like a special occasion, you had to take PTO. Yeah,
0: we work when we need to work, when we feel the most productive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the great part. And we don't have to like sit on our computers just to because we're being forced mm-hmm. or that's the only way we'll not get fired. Yeah. What has for you been the best part about being a digital nomad? Yeah,
1: I feel like for me, um, the best part about being a digital nomad is really, you know, it's kind of like with great power comes great responsibility, whatever Spider-Man's dead. <laughs> Uncle said, shout out to him. He He died, that was sad. I always cry Yeah, in the first Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire one. Mm. Anyway, it's the OG Spider-Man. Anyway, um, with great power comes great responsibility. And here it's like I love kind of what I was saying, that every day is up to me. And that almost forces you to be just more mindful and present. We're both working on our mindfulness because mindfulness for this type of lifestyle for this type of work is essential. Like if you're not mindful, I don't know, you're going to go insane. Like, like mindfulness is some is something that you need here. So I think that just the general way of life here lends itself to you having a more active role in your own life, which is crazy because yeah. most of us would think we have an active role in our lives. But I feel like when I was working a nine to five job and just like doing the whole American thing, I almost had a less active role in my life. I was more likely to just put, go on autopilot and go through the motions yeah. and, you know, fast forward 20 years and then I'm like sad and have a mortgage. No offense if you do. So for me, it's like every day, whether I'm working or meeting people for coffee or taking a walk or exercising, it's almost like I feel the responsibility of that moment because it's my choice. Like I could just go to, I could just sleep in all day. Exactly. And still yeah. probably make the, make the same amount of money if I want to just sleep in all day and, and work at night, you know, but yeah. it's like entirely up to me. So if I'm up at seven, I'm up at seven because I chose to be. So instead of being like, Oh fuck, I'm S i am I have to go sit in traffic for an hour. I'm like, Oh, I chose to set my alarm for this time. Yeah. This is the time I want to be up so I can meditate and make my coffee and get on my computer. So it's almost like you, you answer to yourself.
0: That's right. And yeah, I mean, that's such a good point about being mindful. A lot of people we've met, no one so far is like someone who parties every day yeah and just like everyone who's a digital nomad around here they all have very good routines everyone has a way of working mm-hmm. and getting their shit done no one we've met has been yeah like a big party person that just goes yeah. out and gets like drunk every day
1: because i think people and when you're a digital nomad you realize this it's like we keep coming back to like, it is all up to you, right? Mm -hmm. If your goal is to just work a few hours a day and chill the rest of the time, you can totally do, there is a way for you to do that. Um, But it's almost like, I think some people, what might scare them about this lifestyle is they do have to answer to themselves. So like, if I'm at work in the corporate world and I want a promotion, I need to start working overtime putting in more hours kissing my boss's ass (laughs) kissing like multiple people's ass and i still might not get it because they might just not like me or they might not have the budget or they might have hired somebody else but for me whether it's a financial goal or a business goal or a personal goal or a social goal i am the person who is responsible for making that happen so you know it's possible if you're like you are your own greatest roadblock here that's why i just you know, it's so nice to be able to be doing this with Abby so we can share our own experiences meeting other people because it really is a unique way of seeing life. That I think more, I would want more people to see life this way.
0: I that think. is right. Yeah, definitely. I hope we can help some of you listeners out there to try out this lifestyle. Yeah. But speaking of making your own schedule, that kind of brings us to who this life is not fit yeah. for. So if you are someone who needs a proper schedule, needs someone else to kind of push you, mm-hmm. or you need someone standing on your head to tell you when to get to work, and how many hours to put in and what to get done, then then this, this then be. you may find this difficult.
1: Well, and so that is the thing. I think that I would not recommend this lifestyle mm-hmm. to everybody. I, in fact, I can think of exact people I would not recommend it to. Yeah, same. And. And there's nothing wrong with that at all i just know because being a digital nomad is not easy all the time in fact like if you want a routine and i do think human beings do well with some sort of routine i Mm -hmm. think that's the way we're structured if you disagree slide into my dms i want to hear what you have to say about this but i think we all i mean we have a circadian rhythm we have energy levels we do well with some sort of routine So as a digital nomad, the cool thing is, is you get to decide what works for you, but, but making yourself stick to your own routine can be challenging. Right. And, and that can be a challenge. And some people, it like freaks them out and, and they, it gives them anxiety and it's like an added thing that they don't want to have to deal with. Right. If That seems like you, then this definitely wouldn't be for you. Yeah.
0: Especially when you're, you know, moving from one city to the other, where the cultures are different, the time zones are different, that can get challenging. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what do you think is like, who do you think this lifestyle isn't for other than just somebody who, who needs a more structured routine? I
0: think someone who enjoys their luxury a lot. Mm-hmm. Like if you want the, the convenience of driving your truck to the grocery store to get your groceries and have a washer and dryer, have other conveniences that, mm-hmm. that we're used to back home. Obviously, in, in the countries we're living in, the cost of living is less, but that also comes with not having some of the availability. Like, for example, at our current place, we don't have a dryer. I mean, I feel like that's the only thing I have missed, like, having. But at the same time, it's not a big enough deal that it makes me want to go back home. Yeah. It's just, it just, it takes a little Honestly, more. that'd be pretty sus if you went. Know, right? if you're like,
1: you know what, I'm out. I'm no out. dryer, no yeah. me. <laughs> Goodbye. Peace, Medellin. Yeah. I feel like... I would judge you for that. Yeah, oh yeah, I would judge myself for that. (laughs) As you should. And I think that's an extremely American thing that we're used to because I've lived in other countries, you've lived in other countries, at least in Spain, Madrid, Spain, perfectly like it's obviously not a third world, second world country. I've lived in places that I, I lived with a family who were a perfectly middle class family. They had more than enough money to afford what they needed. They didn't have a dryer. So it's not like they didn't have a driver. They it's walked a to the market. Culture, yeah. It's just a different way. I think we have things so immediate and so accessible in America yeah. that it can make, you know, it, it definitely can make those things like a crutch. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: But overall living in, in Medellin, there hasn't been a big difference in our lifestyle. I mean, we, we still have nice grocery stores, bars, yeah. convenience. We have electric scooters here. They're not yes. called birds, but, uh, you know, so that's kind of cool. But it's, it's like a proper city and, and we still have it. We still have a delivery service that will literally deliver you anything you want. They'll deliver you cash. They'll deliver you booze. They'll deliver you cigarettes. You name it. Anyway, so going back to this one month, what do you think you miss the most about your life back home in California so far?
1: Um. Honestly, I I really just miss my friends and family. Mm-hmm. I would say, and the ocean, really, because I think I, I quit my job a bit earlier than Abby. So before we left California, I was actually feeling really lonely because yeah. everybody I knew worked a nine to five. Like Abby worked a nine to five. My roommates worked. My friends worked nine to fives. So the fact that I had this like flexibility in my day and nobody else did and that when everyone else got home from work and I was done with work and wanted to play around and talk to people, that was like pretty lonely and isolating for me. So I think that because I lived like the the work from home life for a few months more than you did before we left, um, I don't miss much other than just people and ocean and my dog Django. (laughs) What about you?
0: I think for me, um kind of miss not being by the ocean, but I know we'll be in Bali soon and we'll be by the ocean, so it's not a big deal other than that maybe I miss having a car mm-hmm. just because you know i I love driving, so just having a there's days where I have the itch to like drive or ride a motorcycle um, other than that, not really I don't miss much important uh, question, yeah
1: the urge to drive a car or motorcycle in general or in this freaking traffic of medellin in, in general i mean i would drive g- it here
0: this is not bad trust me this is not bad I traffic mean, compared to some of the places we are about to go to but
1: yeah, yeah it's not like you're on the freaking autobahn here like this is yeah. a very congested area it's the feeling yeah. of
0: of being in a car sure yeah other than that not much i think uh,
1: what like, are some things that surprised you about the lifestyle of being a digital nomad, maybe like pleasantly or otherwise?
0: Um, Honestly, not. I mean, I, I feel like coming here, I was pretty prepared for mm. what this lifestyle will be like. And yeah. I don't think it's been much different than what it is. I'm, I mean, if anything, I'm surprised to see this many digital nomads yeah. here. That would be the only thing I'm surprised by. But as far as the lifestyle itself, um, it's been very similar Mm -hmm. or close to what I expected. Yeah. What about you?
1: I think for me, and I don't necessarily know exactly how to describe this. Um, I'm sure listeners back home in America can relate. I am not as obsessed with the time of day it is or the day of the week. It is, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like back home, you're like, Oh, it's 4 PM or, Oh, it's only Tuesday. Like, I don't think about those things here. You yeah. know, I used to, because I'm such a morning person, I used to literally get sad as the day went on because it was <laughs> like the sun was going down and it was, you know, all my productive hours were behind me and, and the weekend was so far away Yeah, and all this stuff. But here it is so not like that. I mean, when I, I have a natural energy drop in the afternoon and I used to like hate that back home because I'd be like, Oh, my day's over. All my friends work nine to fives. No one will be home tonight and, and I'll be lonely home, they won't be, yeah. and I'll just be sad. But here it's like, okay, well when it becomes nighttime, that's just a different part of my day. Yeah. There's different things to do. We, we go to salsa or we hang out or we work on our blogs. Um, and then it's like, I don't even care that it's Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday because every day is good for a different reason. That's and I think so that's true. amazing because back home, like all the days just blended together and you're like, fuck it's Wednesday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's such a shit day, you know. But now it's, I love every day for a different reason. Yeah,
0: that's so true. Yeah, and I think part of that is just like weeks have gone by so fast. Like work weeks go by so fast there. Like, I can't believe we've been here over a month now.
1: But yeah, and I don't even, that doesn't even like, when people used to say back home, like, oh, I can't believe it's already February or January, that used to make me sad. Like, I was running out of time. Yeah. But for here, because we're just moving along and we have new places lined up it's i'm only looking forward to the passing of time i mean i don't want to speed it up yeah <laughs> but i don't necessarily want to slow it down right and every day i wake up and because we change it up around here like certain days we work from home certain days a cafe other nights we have salsa other nights we go out in nature it's like i have some even though i am working the majority of my week I have something special or or different to look forward to every day that's and so that's true. what i like
0: yeah. yeah that's great so now here's here's a big question you know having never lived with a significant other before mm-hmm. <laughs> one month in how does it feel to be living with me
1: i mean like i said at the beginning of the show, i'm i'm out you know i'm going home no i'm just <laughs> kidding no i i think uh, overall it's been pretty good. You know, I, I like, it's really nice to live with somebody who you vibe with really well and who shares the same priorities and values Mm -hmm. as you. I think, you know, if I were here on my own, I'd probably be like more lonely, you know, I, I'd have people to tap into, but I think like with what Abby and I are trying to do. And not that other people aren't trying to do it, we've met plenty of digital nomads who prioritize work, who are yeah. searching for something greater other than just like pure vacation all the time. And we've met some amazing people who are building businesses, who are, um, you know, selling and creating products. There are so many inspiring people, but it is just so nice to live with somebody who helps you reinforce why you're here. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I think like one great part in terms of having you around is that both of us, I keep the other person in check Mm -hmm. almost. Like if you weren't around, it would have been easier for me to slack sometimes. Mm -hmm. But because there's always been times where if I am a little lazy, you pull me up and then vice versa. Mm -hmm. I think that has been, been really helpful where if we feel like we won't be able to work hard we tell the other person hey like i need you to keep me mm-hmm. uh, accountable so that's been amazing and, yeah and other than that you know having all the experiences together yeah. going to salts nights and going on hikes yeah. and all that it's we've had it's some definitely really been fun amazing adventures. yeah i don't know how it would have been like yeah. traveling alone
1: one thing i love about living here with you having a, a buddy through all of this is like like i said in the beginning be, with great power comes great responsibility. I really hope like Disney or whoever the hell owns Spider-Man doesn't come after me for this, but I, I am my own biggest roadblock mm-hmm. and I am the, the biggest like proponent of my own success. So on any given day, if I were alone here day in and day out, I'm pretty sure I would start bashing my head against the wall because you know, I'm start I'm running my own business you have your own business that you're running new things that you're learning. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I have somebody here who motivates me and who also helps me think through things, even if they're silly fears, like, Oh, I'll never get another client. Again. <laughs> things yeah. like that, that we, we would normally internalize. It's really great to know that, you know, Abby and I, you and I, we, we have, fears, we have good days, we have bad days, so we can help each other through those. Um, and then they just become what they are. Yeah, and I love that about here. You know, it's like on days that you're tired, I can either help you try to work, or if you're tired, you might just be tired. And that's what's beautiful about this lifestyle. Yeah, there, if you're just tired or sick, <laughs> and, day, you can be just which sick. just happened
0: recently. <laughs> so, So what would you say is, has been the biggest challenge of the digital nomad life.
1: Okay, I'm going to start by saying what I think other people say. A lot of people say time management. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear a lot of people say. I don't necessarily think it's time management. I think I am a good worker, and the time I do work, it's good. I think it's just, honestly, the biggest challenge would be balance, right? Because I, I think that, like, what this lifestyle forces you to do, which when you do it and you feel good about doing it is an amazing feeling because this is we, we are, this is lifestyle design. We are designing our own lifestyle. So we have so many things we love. We love going on adventures. We love going and trying nice food. We love meeting new people and learning their stories. And we love working hard and working towards our goal. You can't do all of that at, at any simultaneous moment. There are weeks where you have to compromise on things Um, there are weeks where you want to save all your money so you eat all of your meal prep and don't go out to nice restaurants there are weekends where you have all of these goals for your business and you can't go out and meet new friends and if you just look at each one instead of the full picture it can be really frustrating and like it makes you feel oh am i getting out everything that I want to get out. Yeah. But when you remember the balance that you're creating for yourself, it can be really empowering. Like I am somebody who gets really bad FOMO. Uh, I always love to go out and, and socialize and and go on adventures. But when it's a week or a day where I say, you know what, work comes first, uh-huh. or maybe even relaxation comes first, it is a balance that once made correctly can be empowering, but it certainly isn't easy to always keep all of that in mind. That's true. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think for me, it's kind of what the expectations were as far as all the things we'll be able to do in our month and a half in Medellin. So obviously, you know, we thought we'll be able to go explore a different part of town every weekend. Take weekend trips. Yeah, take weekend trips. Also do a salsa lesson every week. We basically expected ourselves to be expert salsa dancers. (laughs) you know i expected that i'd be great at speaking spanish in these two months i was there so we added a lot of things to our list but the the truth is that was that was too much and maybe that's something anyone who's listening they would want to consider is that anything you are thinking of doing maybe it will take longer than what you expect especially when you're focusing on also growing your business. So juggling those things have been a struggle.
1: Yeah. You have to, you have to pick and choose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you have to pick or choose or just plan more time.
1: And I also think it's just really important when you're living this lifestyle, especially if you're working on a business or a new hobby, it is so, so true that like little steps make big steps. Yeah. So it really is just diligence and consistency Mm -hmm. that make your goals happen whatever they are so you know if we really wanted to do all of these things we wouldn't get good at any of them right so yeah i think definitely we're a little eager mcbeaver about
0: (laughs) yeah but lessons learned and that's why we're sharing our stories with you guys so before you plan to start your journey you can learn from our experience so anyways
1: um One thing that I wanted to, that you kind of touched on earlier that I wanted to mention that really surprised me is the amazing digital nomad community we've met so far. I think that completely blew my mind in terms of how open and kind and interconnected everybody is. Mm -hmm. seems like everybody knows everybody. And we've even seen everybody begin to know everybody. We've witnessed people who first meet at an event and then we're all at this next one. Yeah. And everyone's
0: hanging out like,
1: yeah. And, and, and one girl shout out to Anya, if you're listening, she described it to me as like, everyone's the new kid yeah. <laughs> at school. And I love that analogy because like, if you're a new kid, I mean, I've been the new kid before and it sucks. Like I was the new kid at a really inopportune time. And it's just, everyone knows has these like great friendships and you're like new to the group, but everybody here is so new to one another and everyone is so open yeah. and i honestly haven't met anybody who's not like that everyone is open everyone is like nobody thinks they're too good for anybody right if you invite someone somewhere they'll come it's like i've met a few people and when i get an invitation i almost invite all the other people i know yeah. and they do the same for me whether they're posted up at a cafe or going to a party or you know hosting a wine night it's it's really, really nice the inclusion that we've been right. Able to yeah, fill that's here. been awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's almost like everyone is crossing paths mm-hmm. and they just want to make the best of it. Yeah, while you're here, so
1: yeah, I'm I'm used to like in America, you know, you have really, really good. I have really, really good friends there, but but those friendships take time to develop and and they take years and stuff. But here, it's like you can be decently good friends with somebody knowing you have limited time with them. Right. Like, one of our friends that we like literally just met is leaving this week, but we wanted to be there to, to wish him goodbye. Right. And then we're all making time and space for each other. Uh, the camaraderie here is really quite incredible. I yeah.
0: Think. That's awesome. So how would you say working while being a digital nomad has been like, how has your ability to get work done changed?
1: Um, I think that I am. I'm giving myself exactly what I wanted and what I wanted here was time to grow my business mm-hmm. and for the months that led up to leaving I was working for my business I wasn't running my business mm-hmm. and I was run working so hard and I was not being I don't I didn't think I was being paid enough for the- for what I was doing so I was so focused on the work and so the creativity and here I have the time and the space to breathe, you know? Yeah. Back home it was like every minute, every hour was precious and planned. Here, if I I I thought that like back home before I left, that every hour had to be spent directly doing something that would make me money immediately. Like working on a project or direct output. Here I really have the time to invest in myself, whether that's watching a video, listening to a podcast about business running your own business reading a book or even just taking time to network with other digital nomads everything has like value yeah and i love that what about you
0: yeah i mean for me it's been a a huge change from having a nine to five back in december now working for myself so i think just having the freedom to work when i want to work and having the freedom to work when i feel the most productive Mm -hmm. has been nice Um, i think on most days here so far, I've gone to bed knowing that I put in a good day of work Mm -hmm. today and I accomplished a lot. And so that part has been great.
1: Yeah, and I think it's good because you have to answer to yourself. Like at work, it's easy to like sit on the computer and go on Reddit if you know you're not gonna get in trouble and leave at three and be like, oh, I was really tired, I had an off day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you know. Yeah, because you still got
0: that paycheck coming, right? Yeah.
1: But when you answer to yourself, you're more likely to work past some of those mental blocks. So what like three qualities as we close out, do you think are really important to have to like have when approaching this lifestyle?
0: Well, you need to be able to keep yourself accountable. That's one for sure. Um, You need to understand that you'll be the one making your hours and you need to make your own schedule. So. I would say that. Uh, The second one is being flexible. Not Mm -hmm. every place you go to is going to be the same as back home. There'll be different facilities and and not all the conveniences you have back home would be available. Um, Lastly, you just need to be uh, open to just the unknown Mm -hmm. and meeting new people, Um, I think, all that. What would you say are the three Yeah, qualities? you kind of stole mine. My... <laughs>
1: I was going to say adaptable. Adaptability is huge. Um, I think that patience is huge too. Yeah. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with where you are. Yeah. You have to be patient with, you know, everything. Whether it's, you know, just be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's with the people here. Uh, there, there will be people who are different than you. Different um, cultures, different ways of life. And then I also would say openness is huge. I think that like what we were saying about the the digital nomad community, you literally, if if it were back home in America, you could not group all of the people that we've met into one friend group, yeah, under one label. Uh-huh. The only label we have in common is being digital nomads and loving travel. Yeah, back home, I'm just thinking like I would have never met these people, even though some of them are from America. Yeah, but you know what are the only other <laughs> things that you know, we don't work out at the same gym. We don't, you know, we're not from the same hometown. We don't all like anime. Um, (laughs) (laughs) anime. But yeah, being open is just huge. I, I think that is definitely one of the most important thing. And I think, sorry, if this is more just being grateful, like if we sit here and just count all of the amazing things that have happened over the past month, it, yeah. it counteracts any bad day, any off day, any like, you know, shitty mindset we've had. There's yeah. so much to be grateful for. And I think it's like always important to remember
0: that. That's true. So saving the best question for last. What do you think is the best part about the digital nomad life?
1: <laughs> um, I think that it, it is the best part about being a digital nomad is that you can really be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think in the non-digital nomad life, there's so many social and society pressures that distract you from discovering who you want to be and what you want to do. Yeah. And here you can, the choice is yours. Yeah. Go back to Spider-Man's also. (laughs) What about you?
0: Yeah. To me, I mean, if if there's one thing that i would say is the best part is is by far the freedom Mm -hmm. so it's the freedom to wherever you want to live the freedom to how you want to plan your schedule the freedom to the type of people you want to hang out with yeah and what kind of hobbies you want to pick up yeah Um, so just having that freedom to to do the things the way you want them to be Mm -hmm. and just being able to wake up in a different city every month if you want to is is pretty cool
1: this all made me so happy (laughs) yeah like it's just so i'm just thinking about how much has happened in the past yeah five weeks i mean just the friends we've made avi and i are planning a trip with two of them at the end of the month everyone is so amazing this is amazing you know there, it's a learning curve, it's a balance, but overall, it's just, I'm so, so happy. And yeah.
0: Grateful. So, as far as one month checking goes, <laughs> one month has been pretty dope so far. Yeah. I mean, so. I'm
1: starting to think that a year is not enough. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm feeling. <laughs> so, we thought two months in Medellin would be enough, but. Yeah seems like, uh, not really. So I've had my we'll friends see. say
1: like, I don't think you're coming back. And I remember when we were planning this, we're like, Hey, you know, it's okay if we don't make it the full year, uh-huh. we'll try, we'll try our hardest. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But at this rate, I don't see myself going <laughs> home yeah. soon. Yeah. So It's only going to keep, I think that's the best part is I know it will only get better from yeah. here.
0: Cause the thing is like, we will get more comfortable with this lifestyle right now. Medellin being our very first city, us being new to this lifestyle, we're still kind of working out the kinks. But I think as we travel more, we'll get used to of just opening our laptop in the middle of a jungle and getting our work done if we need to. I don't know about that. What? Why not? I mean, not. I don't mean a literal jungle, but like <laughs> a place where you have like Wi-Fi. And yeah. even if like we're in the middle of nowhere. Jungles have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay, well then I wouldn't have any problem.
1: Wait, wait for like two more months. We'll just get a picture of Bobby. Like just
0: in a jungle like
1: laying on a tree branch with his oh with you, his stock you bet yeah
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> full embodiment yeah his
0: all right so just to wrap up the episode then one month has been amazing so far we can't wait to see what's uh in the store next for us we've got you know a couple of trips coming and then we're headed to are we allowed to tell them where we're headed next i think we did right Kind sure. of, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we've got we
1: hide it from our loyal followers.
0: <laughs> we got a couple of weeks left here in Medellin where we're going to the coffee country in two weeks, and then we're headed to India and then off to Bali. So we're super excited for what's next. Uh, but so far it's going great. Uh, and yeah,
1: thank you, thank you for listening. Please, you can support us by. Making sure you're subscribed and following us on Ear Disrupted Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, yeardisrupted.com. And if you if anything we said in this episode resonates with you or reminds you of somebody that you think would get value out of this, we're really here to help. So it would mean so much to us if you shared it with them.
0: Yep. And then if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'd be happy to answer DM. any of your questions. We've got some really good episodes coming for Ooh, you in the upcoming weeks. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll see you next time ciao bye